everyone. Welcome to Loud and Proud Orlando. It's uh, Monday, June 5th, 8.41 p.m. Thank you so much for being live with us. Um, you know, we're very excited. You know, this is a huge episode today. Uh, talking about a 3-0 win for Orlando City against the Red Bulls, the Baby Bulls. You know, they, they uh, got clobbered clobbered in the ground they got grounded and pounded you know it was uh what everyone i think in orlando city everyone that's a fan or that supports orlando city wanted to see that type of level of play i think it was one of the best performances orlando city has had uh, collectively and uh, i will say individually from certain players like right? I, I think uh i'll mention a couple uh like wilder cartagena to me was intricate to get the win, uh, Ivan Angulo, that surprises all, being faster than Ruan and you know being able to score on the one v one, and not only that, uh, Facundo Torres appearing, uh, you know, becoming Facundo Torres, right? Uh, the Facundo Torres we saw last season. So uh, we're going to speak about that. We're going to analyze what's coming next for Orlando City, which is um, Colorado and. Also, a lot of news about Orlando City, a couple of rumors, uh, transfer rumors uh, that are brewing out. And when I say rumors, guys, don't get don't get too like, oh, my God, no, they're rumors. When we say rumors, it's a rumor. But uh, it, it is it is our job to to communicate. And uh, and I also have some news regarding um, Ivan Angulo coming from Brazil. So stick around. Drop us a thumbs up uh, com and leave your comment, all your comments on there. And uh, let's let's begin. Uh, what's up, John? How you doing? Good to see you again, man. Vamos, vamos, vamos Orlando. Orlando. Yes, three nil. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I was jumping up at the TV when that Gula scored that first goal. I was, doing, I was doing the capo, you know, doing my vamos. I was loving oh. it. It was great. It was a a great. Great win for Orlando City and a full performance, you know, the whole thing, uh, the full 90 minutes, which we've been begging for. So I was ecstatic over the moon. Yeah. What about you, Paola? I am back and not sick. Hallelujah. And happy to be with you guys back again. And what a fantastic performance. The performance that been, we have been waiting for. What? How, how many games did it did it had to happen to see this performance? Seventeen, but we we got it. We got the performance that we were wishing. We were asking. Tres a cero. What a game! So I'm happy to be back. Yeah, yeah. The the Lions are unbeaten, and uh, again, you know, um, the, you know this team. Uh, and I think we mentioned in, in past episodes, no team ever wakes up any professional player says hey you know what today i feel like losing i feel like losing today no no the, i i think it just happened that the past few games orlando's been playing um it's, i think it's found its 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 core i mean that lineup that system right and so it took a while but you know i think uh even though the standings may not show uh the race is tight DC right now it's uh, making a statement, I think, and uh, that's why they're above us. But I mean, it just takes for us. I mean, again, we, like 
and Pareja said this, take it game by game, guys. I mean, I think or Orlando, it's game by game. We need to analyze game by game because we have an important game at home that we have to put away against Colorado, right? Right, John? So, I mean, uh, overall, I felt it was one of the best performances Orlando's had in, in the attack. What were some of your strong points that you saw in this game uh, against new uh, as new Red Bulls? I mean, it's got to be Angulo and Torres, you know, both of those guys. Angulo's first goal, we've been talking about it every week where it's like he's he getting great positions. He's dribbling up the field. And this was, you know, a perfect example of that. He's got the break. He's got wide open space in front of him. and He's got a few options. And in that half second, I was like thinking in my brain, like, what is he going to do? Is he going to do it himself? Is he going to look for the pass? And he's got the intelligence to lift his head up and he sees the defender and he just stops there, cuts back the other way and puts it in the back of the net. And that cool calmness is something that we hadn't seen from Angulo up until that point, you know? So I really feel like this game was a real breakout game for him. Um, and I was also admiring, uh, actually, Bradley Wright Phillips was admiring his uh, amazing run for that second goal. Yeah, that's fantastic. Eating the entire way up the field. You're talking about him, you know, being Fafa and Juan. You know, Bradley like Wright Phillips is one of the fastest players ever, in my opinion, to play soccer. And so if he's looking at Angulo going, whoa, this guy's got some pace, I think that gives you an idea of just how fast he is. Like when he opens up the burners, you know, and he gets full stride. Um, that's something we've seen a few times, but he just completely poor pass was at Amaya. And um, yeah, um, Amaya, he Amaya like, got cooked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, he got and then sizzled. He got sizzled. <laughs> uh, but the beauty of that was again, he cooked the guy, but then again, he lifts his head up to see, oh, wait, over there is Facundo Torres for the easy. No, but did you see, across. did you see, uh, yeah, I know Rodrigo going like, bro, yes. he's like, bro, Rodrigo and, and, the, uh, <laughs> and, Fabian, and like a bunch of the guys on the field, like. <laughs> Like, was over there. Um, so that made me chuckle when I saw that as well. Uh, but it just the intelligence from him was there this game. And like I said, um, calmness and composure from him in both those moments that we hadn't really seen before. So huge congratulations to him. And I hope that this continues. And, you know, he also, you know, I'll let you guys talk about Faku, but he really helped Faku come alive in this game as well. Yeah, and I would say uh, you, I'm very positive uh, when it comes to the team, but I, I do have to say Atlanta was to me, and I'll pass the mic to Paula, Atlanta was to me because uh, Pareja did not change the lineup from Atlanta. So Atlanta to me had a tougher defense, and uh, New York Rebels' defense was just, I mean, non-existent. The numbers show it. Uh, they had a they had a bad night, but uh, I would say also uh, how important certain players in certain positions ha have been developing. Like for example, Rafael Santos, that in the beginning of the season we're like, hey, he's not playing his top potential. He's he's you know he's turning the ball away several times, but Rafael Santos he's developed tremendously, and he's linking up very well. And I see him very talkative with Antonio Carlos, same language, right? But he's playing now as a Serie level player, like he should have shown in the beginning. I think he's adapting well. Same with uh, Wilder Cartagena with a slow start this season, completely turning around. I don't know if it's the 
the national team fueling him or whatever it is, but whatever it is, I like Araujo and Cartagena in every single game. I, I think it's going to be a big, uh, a big, I don't know if it's going to be a big blow when they go for international duty, but to you, Paola, you know, Facundo Torres, right? He was one of the best players in the team. Uh, to me, one of the, you know, aside of, aside of Ivan, obviously. Uh, what do you make out of his brace? Scored two goals. Hey, I think he needed this boost that everybody was like, oh, because Facu has been there, believe it or not. It's not that he was scoring goals, but he was there, present, trying to um, pick up the, the, the team. And Angulo wouldn't score the second goal when he was like 1v1 with Amaya. And he, he wasn't, you know... Um, how you may call it, um, stubborn. He just passed the ball because it was much easier. And you can see on Torres' face, like, ah, like that that relief out of his shoulders. And I think, like Oscar Pareja said in, in one of the interviews, like, I cannot put the team in Torres' shoulders all this time. And it was a fantastic, like, cohesive teamwork. Wilder had a fantastic um, game. I think the best performance that we have seen Wilder this season and Cesar Araujo, like those two pivots are working in the midfield. Like that, that goal right there, it started with Cesar, then Wilder, and then yeah. Angulo. It was a it connection was, be between those three. Yeah, it was a series, uh, a, a, a rec you know, they recuperated the ball, you know, they got the ball back. And, you know, just, just look at that, you know, like those are the type of passes he'll make in the national team. You know what I mean? Like that's the wilder I want to see. I, know, I think he's getting more confident in the fact yes. that of the two of him and Arojo, like he's the one who's supposed to go a bit further forward. He's supposed to be a little bit more of the yeah. box, the box guy. Uh, yep. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think we talked about it a few times, Luis, that, that they're both being defensive midfielder all the time and some one of them has to make those passes like one of them has to connect a little bit more um with the guys at the top of the field and that was a prime example in this game of of Cartagena doing that he was everywhere man he was he was all over the place both sides of the ball you know a, a defense and attack you know uh welcome back Facundo Torres I want to say you know uh he started uh very slow um you know, it's a young designated player. He's about to have a baby girl. Uh, so, you know, obviously that. At I, I any totally, moment is this I month. Yeah. Yeah. I totally understand. Uh, I totally understand how he feels. You know what I mean? In a way, like the, the expectation of when that baby's coming and then also you having to work your, your job, right? Do your job, right? Uh, it's a young star. Um, and, um uh, against the team that he really I, it seems that when he sees the Red Bulls jersey it just seems that he's a different type of player uh he he doubled uh his season total for goals scored against the Red Bulls so uh and I believe this is a turning point uh for him you know so hopefully uh you know we we talked to him in the press conference and uh he was very excited he was happy for the win first and foremost but he was happy that there's a couple of things that happen. So his personal life is great. He's having his baby girl. His brace, making a difference in the team. The team 
in a positive note. You know, no one can say if there's someone in the at, in the purple atmosphere of Orlando City that says that this is a bad Orlando City form, they don't know what they're talking about. I'm so sorry. This is this is a great form for Orlando. Whether you like it or not, it's a great form. So not only his team is in a great form, his club. But now there's a new coach. He mentioned him in the press conference, a new coach for Uruguay. And he was burned. I feel like he was burned. That's just my opinion. By his the former Uruguayan coach, Diego Alonso, former Inter Miami. How, how weird it, that plays out. And uh, now he has a chance to, to show he comes to Uruguay now, to the almost to the break, scoring some goals, getting some minutes, being, being that difference maker for the team. And the coach is Bielsa, right? Former Leeds coach. And uh, he's uh, he's very well regarded and he has spots for youth. So he feels also motivated enough to also his national team is going to pay, you know, pay him, pay him some, you know, give him some eyes, right? So great momentum for, for Facundo Torres. And I'm just happy to, to see him back. Now, um, I also want to ask you, John, regarding the back line, right? Because... I mean, and here's the the here's right here's the like um, Sofa score rates the three are three defenders right here um, higher than a seven point zero uh, seven point zero, and uh, also uh, FODMOB, which is another website, uh, they did their MLS team of the week, and then you got Jansen. Jansen was actually selected as a Team, team, their team of their week. So, what do you think about the defense? How do you see the defense for, for Orlando? I think it's um, there's consistency in that back line, and I think that we were like you talking about with Santos. We had questions over him, really, like when Mikey Holiday went away, and we were still without Petrasso, and this run of games was coming up. I was thinking that fullback might be a big issue for us, but both Kyle Smith and Rafael Santos have shown in these last three games that they, you know, might not be always the first pick on the sheet, but they can step up and they can perform. And now I think Santos has put a real argument out there to say when Petrasso is available back, is he going to have to give up that spot or has he now earned it for himself? I think Kyle's a little different. I think when Mikey comes back now that the U20, sadly, last night um, got eliminated from the World Cup, he will be back and I think he's going to go back into that right back position. Um, Jansen and Carlos just show why Jansen and Carlos uh, are so good in a back four um, when they sit and they don't go too far up the field. If you notice in this game, that's something that they did very well. They knew that there was a lot of pace from Red Bull on the counterattack. And so when those moments happened, they were deep enough where they weren't having to chase the ball. They weren't getting balls played in over the top. So there's that level of intelligence from the two of them that's just invaluable. And I think their partnership is is excellent. Sometimes I, I worry a little bit about them aging. You know, I think that they're not the, as fast as they used to be. But as long as they're sitting deep and they're not, you know, exposing themselves to having to do a lot of running, they can sit there all day and defend the box. So and, and also Pedro this game, too. You know, let's not forget yeah. he's part of that defense. He got an 8.0 on foot mob. Yeah. So great game for him. He made some key saves really that second half after our first goal. They started to come back into it a little, a little, and they had some chances where they could have equalized it, and and Pedro kept that out. So, kudos to the whole back line, really. Yeah, and to piggyback from what you just said, um, 
well, to me, at least, and I'll pass the mic to Paola, one of the reasons why the high performance of AC and, and Jensen, it's been because, like you said, you know, they don't have to do that back and forth and that double duty. Um, they're actually, Araujo and Cartagena are doing all the, all the, all the work. You know, they're, they're, they're definitely, uh, I mean, having them play an A game, uh, a 10 out of 10, right, in my opinion, uh, make their job much easier. They can focus on their actual position and, and do it well. So I, I feel like that's what I, I feel. I feel definitely very positive. That's what it was. And when it comes to Santos um, and Smith, I think what Oscar may do is just, uh, you know, I mean, maybe put put Holiday f for Smith and maybe keep Santos. I don't know. I, I don't know if uh, it's going to take Luca now because of Santos's great form, in my opinion. It's going to take Luca some time to get back some some minutes. You know, maybe I'm, I'm, I may be mistaken. I don't know. What do you think, Paola, regarding well, that? Well, three weeks ago, we, we never would have said that. Yeah. Right? So it's, yeah. it's, it's a know. great turnaround for him. Yeah. It, yeah. And it depends, right? If Santo keeps the momentum and keeps improving himself, because let's remind everybody, he just got here, right? He It was a different league of what he used to play. Um, Lucas Petrasso was already in, in the MLS, so he knows what to expect on this league. That's why it was a faster way to adapt under Oscar Pareja. But now that Lucas is back, well, it's back because he was questionable in the last roster. Um, he wasn't in the bench, but let's say he's back for, for this week. And I don't know, um, Santos could be subbed out and, and give a little bit of momentum to Petrasso, but if Santo is working on on Oscar Pareja um, system, I wouldn't touch the guy. Just let him be. If he can, if he starts to mess up the plan, get him out and put Lucas on. So it, it's a 50-50. Let's see if he can um, be consistent and and you know step up the notch each game, which he's doing. So I I don't have I don't have any concerns in the beginning like. John just said three weeks ago, you would have asked me. I was like, eh, I don't know about that. So I think the momentum of him scoring a goal against um, Fort Lauderdale. Oh, sorry. Inter Miami. It was the best thing that happened to him on, to be honest. So since then he has been improving each, each game. And, and it's good to have, I feel that depth, right? I mean, because we're coming to a series of games that we're going to play a really, a lot of tough competition um, away and at home. Also on this one really quick, Louise, the, the tactical thing, which Oscar likes to do is have one fullback go up and right. one sit back, right? So we always mm -hmm. have that three and then our right. kind of covers the fullback right. who's gone really high. So that is a concern if we bring Mikey up because he's been flying up that right wing. And Santos also likes to do that, right? Exactly. If you listen, like on the commentary, they were talking about one of the things that Oscar did really well against the Red Bulls was we knew that they loved to push uh, John Tolkien and Nilas flying up the field as both their wingbacks. And we used that space behind every time they did that, right? So we have to be careful if we have both Santos and Holiday that they're both not going at the same time and committing both of themselves up the field and leaving himself us exposed like the rebels did. So I think it's going to be interesting to see which Oscar, you know, which one he allows to do more attacking because they're both very attacking fullbacks. 
No, it was one of the few times too that Orlando City um, feels and executes um, good attacking football after being, you know, um, having, you know, after the rival team, it's one man down, right? I mean, first and foremost, Reyes, he's an idiot. I'm just gonna say it like that. I think he 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 conditioned. Uh, he he made a mistake. Um, it was a good call by the ref. Uh, he he deserves the the second yellow and then the red. And the good thing was usually when that has happened before in the past, you know, we have not capitalized on those chances, and it showed that we we did this time. Uh, so it was a copy paste of the Atlanta game, but with a team that was down ten men, and we actually did put it away. Um, and so that that to me, it's improving. It's, it's improving because Orlando would have not done that before, you know. Um, and so then um, Orlando City right now, it's uh, the best team. You know, right now we lead the league in, in, in wins on the road. We have four, four wins on the road right now. So now we have to copy and paste this great momentum and paste it into Colorado, right? I mean, and what a moment. First and foremost, uh, John, we, we have Araujo with his 50th start in all competitions. So, right. Then you have Pereira, right, with 100, 100 starts. I mean, so it's, it's I mean, the momentum is high, guys. So I, I, I'm expecting, I mean, I don't know what why you feel, John, but I, I, I'm expecting Colorado should be, a freaking love fest and a hug fest. We should be seeing some some tie dye, some Grateful Dead, you know. Some, you know, we, we should, you know. I mean, everything is like looking up, right? You know, is a is, isn't the first time Orlando has John two players in the team of the week. I mean, uh, yeah. Everything is coming up Millhouse, you know, that's what I would say. Yeah. It's sort of, uh, it's all, um, it's all going good right now. I mean, it's a lot of positive, but also, you know, not to be a doubter, but it wasn't this way like a month ago. So exactly. let's, uh, I think it's, it's showing that these. But it's improvement. Yes, what would you say no, it's, it's improvement? It's right. continued improvement. Like we haven't lost in the last you five, know, five games. Five games. Yeah. So, you know, that's great. I think. Uh, the only down is that there was a couple what could have been wins that we let go, right? But of course. also in those games, we played very well. So it wasn't like the Atlanta game. It was just we didn't take our chances. And then this one we did. And then the New York game, we just switched off and let them you know, get the equalizer. So these are things that can be changed. But overall, the the way we're playing, and especially defensively, like these last three games defensively, we've looked really yeah. really good and that's a massive positive going into the next run of games because yes colorado is like a you know should be a win but after that we've got three very tough fixtures yeah. so you know the defensive solidity for those three tough fixtures needs to be there and that's what i'm most enthusiastic about this yes the attack is clicking and Faku and Torres and gulo but also we're being really good about shutting down the opposition and not allowing them back in the game and killing off the game often. So 
I think Atlanta being the exception of that, right? We did it well against Miami and we did it well against New York. So if we can continue that into Colorado, then I think we will we'll be looking very bright. Yeah, and don't you feel, Paola, that Orlando, this this Orlando form, current form right now, Orlando is building after every wing. So, uh, so typically you'll see that inconsistency, right? It would, Orlando would win and then... They'll, they'll lose the next two, right? And then they'll, they'll tie. It was 1-1-1-1. Right? One, but, one, but, one, but, one. but now you, you see they're building upon those wins. So they're, 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 they're in a way learning as they go. They're taking it game by game, which is what Oscar said on press conference. Do you feel like, you know, that's maybe something they can also apply at home? Because I think that's what the fans are looking for, right? A home form to improve. I mean, that's what every single fan expect to them right like win at home and i've been looking at the atlanta highlights and it was just a little a little mistake and it was a luck yeah. that pound of luck at that moment for atlanta if not we would have capitalized the three points so i think with this momentum that orlando has on saturday is must be a win And I'm, I'm going to say it, it must be a win because the fans feel that they need to win at home, which is totally fine. Totally fine. It's, it's understandable. We need wins at home because I want to see – I don't want to see a late, you know, a late goal uh, or in stoppage time or something. I just want to see the same consistency that we have seen in the couple of two, three games in the past, but with the performance of New York Red Bulls that it was in fantastic. So three points must be won this Saturday. I was wondering, in MLS history, how many teams have been like top of the away table and bottom of the home table at the same time? <laughs> I think this probably this is like unprecedented MLS. That's true. If I was, you know, a real stato, I'd go deep into that and try and find out mm. whether this has ever happened before. But I feel like, like I posted on Twitter, the, the away table, which were, the top of right all the away seven games played away we won four drawn two lost one home table is like the complete opposite story you know so it's it's very strange and i would hope at some point we start winning at home and keep winning away exactly you know or at least you know get some draws away and wins at home whatever i don't want to lose the away form but we need to fix the home form paul is 100 correct and, and everybody knows that it's, it's clear as day yeah i mean it, it is definitely something and orlando needs to build upon and improve and i i feel very confident that against colorado you know maybe the boys can definitely uh put a solid performance and build upon that right i mean and at this point i think orlando should not really focus on and this is just my opinion again imo in my opinion, comma, I am out. I feel um, I don't care how if they win one nil, if they park the bus for like the last 70 minutes. Uh, I honestly just want to win. I mean, in, in the end, uh, you know, you don't you, you don't want to play like Richmond AFC, right? When they did the the total football, right? That you know, I mean, te technically people want to see Ted Lasso there, but it's not real life, guys. Sometimes, you know, the other team also plays pretty good. But I feel like now with this current form and the momentum of the individual, so individual players, 
Facundo, what's happening in his personal, in his club, in his national team. Pedro, Ivan, Duncan, freaking Duncan's a beast. Um, Kara, like the way he was holding the ball, and he's the one who really bothered, uh, you know, the, the Red Bull play that got sent off. So those little things like are, are great. And I think Orlando, I'm positive they could build upon this and maybe go and, uh, you know, surprise us all with two back-to-back wins and then getting Philadelphia at home, right? Which that's going to be a, a tough opponent, uh, Philadelphia at home, right? John that's, is laughing. Hey, that's why we need to secure the three points on Saturday and then whatever happens with Philly on that Wednesday, I'm not going to be mad because we're going to lose a, a couple the of... Two-time two time player in the week, Julian Carranza. Exactly. So, All right. and, and I, like, to be honest, it is what it is because Galese won't be here. Wilder won't be here. Paco won't be here. And the momentum for Wilder is now. Like, he's playing fantastic. And then, oh, Peru calls him. I'm like, yay. I was like, no. Well, and he's going to, I guarantee <laughs> he's going to start. He's going to start. Uh, I, I, he's going to start at least one of those games. I'm 110%. Obviously, Pedro is a starter, but, um, you know, let's look at the 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 table for Colorado, too. Hold on. I'm so, gonna... yeah, I sent you the form table, which is, like, you know, how we're doing. So, Orlando City are fifth in the form table, and this is out of all the teams. This is, like, the, the supporter shield. Where do you think Colorado Rapids are in that form table? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we should we should we should put at least three three a three no performance there. Also, I mean, I'm not trying to disrespect the, the let's uh, let's pour one Colorado. out for the, the club that was into Miami. <laughs> Sorry, guys. R.I.P. Yeah. yeah, Miami. No, I mean, I mean, we have to, but I don't want to jinx it neither because I have been. Te- <laughs> Like in the past episode, I'm like, hey, like remember Charlotte it was in the beginning of the season. Oh, there's a must-win game, blah blah blah. Charlotte and boom, they scored yeah, in front but, of us. Yeah, but, but it, it's different. It's different. It's different, the, right? The history but, uh, of this season though has been like big away win, <laughs> home loss. So like we're yeah. conditioned to be like, will it happen again? I hope not. No, I I really I really hope not. I mean, the race is tight. Just like I'm gonna read re- some comments in just a moment. I just feel like. We're in a po- we're in, there's a positive trend happening, and we just gotta win. I mean, to me, it's just I don't care if it's a a butt shot, if it's a uh, you know you you know with your elbow. I don't know. They don't call the VAR. They forgot. You know, pro referees. The ref belongs on OBT. They just completely you know pass it through them. I don't care if it was like whatever. If it was a bicycle kick, I don't care. But as long as they win, like I think the the people that go to Exploria are gonna be uh, static because it's a win for Orlando City. Orlando City starts building up and on those wins, right? I, I feel like that's and we should beat Colorado. I mean, the numbers say it, right, John? We should beat Colorado. Yeah, and they also got I don't know how key Bombito is to their defense, but he got red carded last game, and they've got the Rubio is out with injured. They've got like three other guys injured. Rubio's playing soccer now. <laughs> no, uh, what is, what's that guy's name? I can never remember. Uh, he's their striker. 
But anyway, they, they're not particularly, you know, stocked with talent and they're on a very poor run of form and they're mm-hmm. bottom, like they're, you know, they're like LA coming to town, you know, and right. look at that game. Like we, we killed LA and they didn't really do anything. So I expect right. to see a similar level of performance out of Colorado. Maybe they'll be a little bit better, but I don't think so. Uh, they're down there with Colorado. I mean, with uh, Inter Miami and LA and the Supporter Shield are just having a really bad season. So we, yeah. there's no reason why we can't get this win. The only reason being that for some reason we can't win at home. Uh, that's like this mental <laughs> obstacle that we just have to get over. This match and next match. We we need we need to be positive. That's that's and, and for every fan, let's be positive. Let's be yeah, positive. We got, we, we gotta, Believe we gotta be, on Saturday. Yeah, Believe. We gotta we gotta be positive. We gotta build build upon those of these wins that are happening. You know, obviously, you know, we're gonna be analytical and we're gonna say things that we like and we don't like. I think everyone's entitled of saying it, but I just feel like you know, um some momentum is happening. So uh, momentum is growing for the team. Let's just uh, be level headed, right? And just keep building upon it. Not, 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 right. Not to say that Orlando is like the best thing since you know uh, peanut butter and jelly, right? I, I'm just saying, you know, build upon it and and go from there. And uh, I think uh, the players are getting it. Uh, Oscar also is becoming, uh, you know, uh, and Fa- and Facundo said it too. You know, Oscar is giving me the freedom to play where I want and and to to be the best I can. So. I mean, it's 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 great, you know. You know that the club is uh, improving their form, and so here's the the table, and then we'll read some comments right now. Uh, here's the table. Orlando is eighth uh, in the uh, in the standings, and this is because BC with goal difference, right? We should be seventh, um, right, John? And, but I mean, look, New England's just there. On, right. You know, like so, we could be we could be at twenty six points with a win, and then we're like right behind yeah. New England. You know, potentially if other people don't win, so and, and that's where we should have been. It's still not that far away. Like we're we're two or three wins. If we go on a run, we're going to be back in third or fourth. You know where we where we should have been this whole time, in my opinion. And they have so, more game play too. We have fifteen. They have seventeen. So. We have it's like multiple win. games in hand on some teams. Like, look at no, DC. We go they play two more than us. No, we go to uh, to a slump of three wins in a row. I'm just gonna, uh, I'm gonna sing Creed. I swear to God, if, <laughs> if we get three wins in a row, we will we will be killing it. So there's there's a little bit of Cincy running away with it here. So yeah, I, I don't I tension like anybody who's like, oh, we still can be, you know win this thing i don't i don't think that's right i i, I want to be like fourth like let's like aim for third yeah yeah game by yeah, i think game that's by game. where we should be most of the season and then you know we'll make playoffs, maybe three i would love to be third i think i think genuinely in yeah. this competition i think philly are going to get stronger and stronger yeah. i think i think nashville are always going to be there because defensively they're awesome and they got honey mukhtar new england are showing yeah. again why they're a real dangerous club I think we should be in the mix with like Nashville and New England. I think Philly and Cincy will be way up there. We yeah. might end like in 2020, fourth in the table. Probably. Probably. That would be a, that would be That's a where good I saw season for us, I think. I think yeah. that would be a solid yeah. season. A, yeah, that. a good, you know, start. We have a playoff game at home, if I'm not mistaken. If 
we finished fourth, so well, yeah. You get a playoff think... game at home, and even if you're in ninth now, so that doesn't really Oh, matter. that's true. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's different. It's different. Thanks, uh, Commissioner. Sorry, just uh, the yeah. MLS. Just who wants a home? You want a home game? You can have a home game. What are you coming? You can, yeah, you just like Oprah. Home game. You can have a home game. He can have a just home giving game. out home games to everybody. There you go, Francis W. The puzzle pieces are starting to come together. I think we need to focus on the positive progress. The rest will come together. I completely agree, Miss Francis. Completely agree. I agree. I love that, Joshua Tall. I believe we can and we'll beat Colorado. Hopefully. We, we need to beat South Park. We need to beat South Park. Mr. J. Santos. Was VAR checking the first? Uh, should have been a foul on Torres on the Reyes yellow. Mm. I, I agree, Mr. Santos. I said that. Yeah. I tweeted that that at them. And I also tweeted it at Instant Replay for Andrew Weeby to look at. Because if in that 45th minute plus three, so like in the 48th minute of the first half, he makes that really bad challenge where he like comes flying into Facundo. And everybody yeah. like reacted really like everyone was like, what the hell? Like, what are you doing? And then Apple TV didn't play the replay. Like they were just like, uh... yeah, you don't need you don't need to see that, which I don't know if there's some kind of collusion going on here between Apple TV and pro where they're like, dude made a bad decision. Don't don't replay that. Like, but we didn't ever get to see it. But if you look at it live, he comes flying into Angulo. I didn't and even then, notice. Yeah. And then I think that plays into the ref's thinking because he might at halftime gone and looked at it and gone, oh, uh oh, I should have called a red. And then as soon as he got that challenge on um, Jansen in the second half, he was like, okay, that's my opportunity. And this guy's gone. To me, that's how I read it. I might, yeah, I, I, agree. I might be I agree digging a little deep, but I don't know why they didn't show us. Like, I'm at home sitting on the TV. Why can't I now, see the replay? I mean, honestly, and I'm hoping, and, and I believe it, I hope it's not this way, but pro should not referee the World Cup. How will it will be a this? It will be a disaster. There was that, a, the one pro referee who did the, the World Cup. There were some games, and I was like, oh, no, this is not going to be no, good. Oh, man, this is not good, not good. Joshua Tall, I agree. Reyes isn't needed for doing that. Maybe Luca will be back next game, and hopefully Cartagena, Torres, Angulo, and Galesa had a great game. I agree. Uh, the best-case scenario for this week is Orlando City wins and Atlanta D.C. United tie and Columbus lose. So there we go on fifth. Yeah. I completely agree with you, Joshua. I, I think that uh, we're depending on other – we need to keep winning and then, you know, not focus so much on what the other the other teams are doing. We just need to keep winning. As long as we keep winning – We're not you know, there yet. Like Ms. Francis we... said, everything will piece together. Like the puzzle will, like, start start coming, coming to fruition. So uh, um, if we right now start saying, oh, well, what if uh, – you know, Atlanta wins, and oh, yeah, we're gonna like have a, a headache, a migraine by the end of the the end of the season, right? So, anyways, um, um, this is this is amazing right here, um, right here. This um, team of the team of the week with uh, George Petrovic uh, and keeper Know How Donovan Pines, Richie Larea from Orlando City. Uh, Homegrown, right? I think uh, one of the one of our homegrowns. Was he a homegrown kind of? No? I yeah. 
I think I think Richie he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, well, yeah. he came through like the academy. Yeah. I don't so, think he played for CB. If I remember, yeah. maybe he did a few he, times. Ivan Angulo, Facundo Torres, Henny Mukhtar, Edward Lowen, Rubio Rubin uh, from Real Salt Lake, Christian Ramirez from uh, Columbus, and Julian Carranza from Philly, Philadelphia Union. Two time, two time player of the week. Jeez. Uh, great momentum for Orlando. I mean, that speaks volumes. And, uh, you know, and then you have, you know, Oscar Pareja, uh, you know, also, you know, this this was, I think, um, last week, right? No, no, this week, oh, too. This week, this week, yeah. This week, too. That's back uh, to the, back. The Miami game and this game. The Miami yeah. game. Back to it back. Was, it was the Miami game. Yeah, Miami game and then this game, coach of the, coach of the week. So, and um, talking about Ivan Angulo, uh, we're going to give some – some info regarding Ivan Angulo. Um, there's, um, it's pretty much a done deal. This is what I've, what I've been told by, by, uh, by sources. Um, Ivan Angulo, uh, according to a source in Brazil, uh, Palmeiras, it's already preparing his team for next year for Copa Libertadores. They're looking at who's leaving, who's staying for the, the next portion of their of their season and uh, today the the director the sporting director of uh, Palmeiras spoke to press and said that uh, Ivan Angulo uh, is brought it's going to stay in Orlando City uh, he mentioned that the MLS club that's exactly I'm quoting his words the MLS club uh, already decided um gave us the their desires that they want to activate the you know the option of of buying off Ivan Angulo they want to buy his contract so Ivan Angulo is, is going to stay with Orlando City uh right now his contract expires in August uh, right now his actual worth as a his worth as player uh is uh 100 100,000 euros um in transfer market which is about 4.2 um, million reais. And, uh, you know, he has a contract with Palmeiras until December of 2024, right? So um, according to Palmeiras, Orlando City already called and said, hey, we want to we wanna get the option for Ivan Angulo. So um, they're keen. The player also talked to, according to this source, the player actually talked to Palmeiras as well and said, I want to stay in Orlando. You know, so if the player's keen, smart kid, if the player's keen and the club is keen and Palmeiras is keen, it is a love fest, guys. Ivan Angulo stay in Orlando City. I'm so happy about that. You know, you, usually you got me for a minute, Luis. I was like, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. This is—he's not gonna pull an Asquez, guys. Don't worry. He's not gonna pull an Asquez, a Carlos Asquez. Okay, he's gonna stay. Ivan Angulo stays. Uh, what are your thoughts, John? I mean, yeah, that's awesome. I was actually just going back to look at when he originally signed with us and what the deal was. So the original deal it said, and he signed on the twenty-fifth of July, twenty twenty-two. 
and it said the loan will last a full year with an option to extend an additional six months, allowing the Lions to hold on to the 23-year-old until the winter of 2024. So I don't know whether we are buying him before that like loan extension because we technically could just extend yeah. the loan. So that really shows that we're like, hey, we don't we want to just intent. keep loaning Ivan. We want Ivan as a player. To be part of Excel. Yes. So we went to them and we said, you know, but I, what would be in this contract originally, and I'm pretty sure this is what it is, is that it would be in the contract if we wanted to buy him, what the agreed price would be. Uh, he has been loaned out by Palmeiras for like, the last, I don't know, <laughs> five or six years. So they don't. He barely played in Palmeiras. No, they, they clearly don't want him. They just have him yeah. on the books and loan him out every year to somebody. And this time it's stuck and it's worked. And we've said, great. How, you know, whatever the agreed fee is, which could be around this 800K that we think he's valued at, or it could be less. We have no idea, right? It might be that we're getting him in for a steal because they're like, yeah, sure. If you want to buy him, you can get him for less than he's worth because we don't really want him who knows but regardless he's going to become a full orlando city player no longer just a low knee which is a real statement by the club and and well deserved for him i think um i think he's really shown over the last year that he's such a useful player for us right i i think this last game he was offensively awesome, but often what I'm talking about with him is his defensive work rate. Like it, overall, his work rate is just so impressive. The man never stops running, and he's always got something left in the tank. So I want to have a whole team of players like John Angulo who who work that hard. Um, so I'm all for it. Yeah, and what about you, Paola? Uh, um... Hey, I just said it. A smart kid, right? Um, he has, I think this is the player that has been consistent since the beginning of this season. Like now he's showing more and more each game. But if you think about it, Angulo has the, has been the only player starting each game that you don't see him tired. He's Um, running up and down, up and down. He has been a defense player, a winger, a striker. So super utility like Rodrigo Schlegel. Same mentality. So I'm happy that he came in last season, mid of the season, adapt to the to the um to the team super well and to Oscar um tactics and he's showing off what he is capable of because he was in Portugal and I think in Portugal he he didn't play as much neither so everybody was like who is this kid who is it Angulo who is Ivan Angulo yeah, who, like I... what he has done so and and thank you Ivan for proving us wrong not me I didn't I always have let's let's give this player a chance because it's right. not easy move around and and be in different um, leagues. And sometimes fans, us as fans, we, we you know, we, we're blind and we don't think about those stuff. But Ivan Angulo is, has a great story of coming from Portugal, being alone f and forever and ever from Palmeiras, and he proved the fans wrong and he won our heart. So Ivan, keep, keep up the momentum. And I think... The connection between you and Faku are showing off since last game. 
Yeah, it's a tremendous improvement from Ivan Angulo. I was one of the people who, when he, he first uh, was signed, I, I was honest. I, I said, I feel his Orlando City likes to, you know, sign players with, you know, high reward, low cost, right? Pedro Galese bought it for cheap, super high reward, best player in the team. Uh, Faco, I think, was the, one of the first players that Orlando was like, hey, let me open the wallet right now, right? Because he's such a prolific player. And Ivan was one of those players, right? L l you know, loan, possibly high reward. I mean, Palmeiras signed him for a reason. Why did Palmeiras see? And so I guess we're getting the 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 best for uh, we gotta we gotta steal with Ivan Angulo. I think uh, he adapted so well to the league uh, with with his players with, with the players he can play anywhere. If if, if Oscar puts him uh, to play a Cartagena's position, he'll do it. You see what I'm saying? So he adapts so well. He's a very tactical, uh, savvy player. Uh, I think that's John. something that we sometimes underestimate in Oscar yeah. is how good he is at getting the best out of some of these players. And I know that like it's hard to say he does that all the time because yes, results aren't always great. But like if you look at like a player's development under Oscar, a lot of them leave better players than when they come in. And that's a sign of a good manager. And Ivan is a perfect example of that where I think wherever he went, they he got a shot, but nobody was willing to like actually give him more time to learn and develop yeah. and the real chance to do that. And Oscar said, I'll give you that chance. And and now we're starting to see the player, like you said, Luis, that probably Paul Maris thought years ago, like, oh, this guy has high potential and he's never really reached it. And now maybe we're seeing some of that potential come to fruition under Oscar's leadership. Yeah, I mean, I, I believe, um, I mean, it's a collective effort, I feel like. And not only just Oscar, I just feel it's also um, the player has a lot to do with it, you know, with, with the willingness of working things out there's so many players that have been loaned have been busts he's right? got uh, such a good mental attitude though yeah, you know like he is always attitude. smiling and that's such a great sign a, of a happy very player. yeah very positive and he's very friendly with with press and it's just a, it's just it's just a great moment you know he's just thankful that he has somewhere he could you know that showcase his talent you know he was not allowed to do that the past few seasons so he's taking every opportunity that that the, the the moment is giving him right so if 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 Orlando is giving him you know to play left uh, you know um a win back position he'll do it right so he's just thankful to 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 be able to 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 showcase his talent you know because I he has not been able to do that yeah. yeah very humble player you know so it's showing a lot and so with that uh we're gonna go into uh rumor mode uh <laughs> It's a rumor, guys. Guys, don't, 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 don't kill us. Rumor. Because you know it's funny because when we go into this, uh, people are like, "What's going on?" So Obiel said, "We're telling a, you, it's a rumor." So there is a rumor uh, regarding a Israeli player. Yes, this player right here. Picture right here. He. Oh, right here. Um, we just played. Uh, he just played the under twenties uh, with with. The, he's playing the under twenties with Israel, 
He's from he's from Israel, uh, and he his name is. Uh, let me see if I can pronounce it correctly. Hopefully, I don't butch his name. Um, Al Yam Kanspolsky. Dude, I tried to say that name three times, and I think every time I was got some part of it wrong. It sounds like it's a Polish name to me. Kanspolsky. Kanspolsky. I don't know, guys. I don't know, but somebody tell us. So they just call him. Let's just go with Yam. Yeah. So Yam, Orlando City. He has a million dollar fee. Right, and uh, he has an American. He's he's an American citizen, right? Uh, but he plays for Israel, uh, and Orlando City has shown uh, interest. According to, he plays for Hapoel Tel Aviv, Hapoel Tel Aviv in which is Israel, a good team. A good which team is a good team. Is a, is a good team in Israel. It's a top team, and uh, he right now it's killing it. With Israel, I mean Israel just beat Brazil, uh, eliminated Brazil, uh, make him look like like nothing. And so right now, uh, according to a source um, in Israel, uh, I will I'm gonna say the colleague's name, Hader Jacobi uh, from Channel Five in Israel, Five Sport, Orlando City of the MLS. Is uh, has has told Hapoel Tel Aviv they're interested um, uh, in counting with this, you know, in in pursuing the player. And uh, right now he he's been playing. Uh, he's 19 years old. He's uh, has 22 caps with uh, Hapoel Tel Aviv. Uh, he scored one goal, two assists. He also played the under 19th uh, last year with uh, Israel. So, and uh, right now he he's one of the he's the talk of the town in Israel because they just eliminated Brazil. He's been one of the best players in that in, in that tournament right now. So Orlando is interested in Al Yam. Uh, I guess I'm gonna write his name Al Yam. According to this source, the Sports 5 in Israel, uh, Al Yam, what's his name? Kanspolsky. I'm going to write that down, right? So he's a, he's yeah. a defensive midfielder, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting. He's also, obviously, you said like American born. So yeah. that means we, we don't, I'm pretty sure we don't have an international spot free. So I think anyone we bring mm-hmm. in needs to not need a visa or any sort of international requirements i think we have one i think, think? I, let me do my research do your research because i'm not sure about that but maybe we are maybe i'm wrong unless we unless we traded for one we might have traded for one back in one of the one of the deals we made in the summer um also another interesting thing is that there's in the israel they um they require the you to do what they call the idf the israel defense force for two years um, for all young people to do. I think it's between like 16 and 18. Uh, and so that they're talking about the fact that they would actually let him get out of that because he's currently still in the army. So that's interesting. And I mean, it seems like he could be a, a killer in this league, you know, like whether he, uh, he's got a lot of, a lot of potential and, you know, 
I think defensive midfielders there of his kind of stature and size, like he looks pretty tall. Uh, if he can move around and, and be a nuisance, you know, I can, I can see him maybe being a, a, a really good signing, whether okay. it happens or not. I don't know. I found, I found his actual, this is the translated version of his name. This is his real name. That's crazy. El Yam. El <laughs> Eliam Kanspolsky. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so I mean who knows? It could be, I mean, again, this looks like a he was born in Hawaii, for, for anybody that wants to know. Uh he was born in Hawaii, so Hawaii is part of the United States, so he's American. And uh uh and he he right now he's uh defensive midfielder. And like like John was saying, you know, I mean, I feel like it's depth for Wilder and um, and Wilder and Araujo. Now, I do want to say, and I hope I'm not making. I do want to say, there are rumors circulating in Peruvian media that I mean, I I, I there's rumors that. Cartagena may be looking at other options after his contract Orlando ends. So I don't know if this is a signal. I mean, you could, we can just dive in into the whole cloud of smoke right now, right? But we're not going to do that. But I mean, that's what some sources over there. Now, I can say I feel like he's having a fantastic momentum with Orlando and he, he wants to win it all with Orlando. And I, I think if you put Peru against playing the MLS, he's going to stay in the MLS. That's just my opinion. But again, uh, this this player is a defensive mid. Well, so. I, th I think Cartagena probably saw his career going a different way, right? Like I don't think when he was thinking about, because he was hotly tipped as a young player out of Peru, right? Yeah. So yeah. I think that he expected to be playing in like Syria or like exactly. over in France or something at this point. Like he expects to be in a top European league. So whether he saw his aspirations to get back to that, I don't know. Um, in which case, maybe that's what some of this speculation is. But he's got a really like, I know he's been playing a few good games here, but earlier in the season, you know, he had some rough games and, I think that people maybe get a little bit ahead of themselves when they see a player start to come into some form like Cartagena. Maybe these stories just come up of like, oh, could he go back to Europe? Is he good enough to do that? You know, it could just be a lot of hype about how well he's playing and then people trying to generate stories. I, I, I would be surprised if he would be interested in leaving because I feel like he's like Angulo. He's finding some solidity with us. And oh yeah, kinda, for sure. He's kind of got a bit of a home now, so may, maybe that's enough for him to say, "Actually, I want to stay here," and because I'm getting lots of minutes and I'm actually able to play, as opposed to trying to go somewhere else where he might have to fight to get in the team again. Luis, and also, oh sorry, ahead. no, I was gonna ask you: Is this the Wilder Cartagena that used to play two years ago? Like, this is the type of a Cartagena that we wanted yeah. to see. Yeah, he's fit. He, he's a, I call him, he's like a switchblade. Like you pull him out and he's ready to go. Like, you know, uh, he's ready to like, you know, he, he's, he's so good at the high press. B 
because he's fit to do the the uh, the uh, number eight to be a, a perfect number eight, and so that's why it landed into the national team. You know, that's what made him be a captain in uh, Godoy Cruz. So for Peruvian guy to be a captain in Argentina is very tough. Uh, you know, and he was given the the ban in Godoy Cruz. People love them over there. But he left because then they don't pay him enough. Like over there, the, the, the economic situation is pretty tough. And then he saw a, a, a spot to maybe go into make some money in, in whatever the league of uh, Kuwait or whatever, one of those countries there in the Middle East. And it, it was not up to par. And then Orlando came about and pretty much uh, he turned it around here. He's, he's becoming that, that player that, that, that could be a starter in the national team. Luis, how many games are there in a Peruvian league season? In the Peruvian league season? Yeah, like, what, so like 40, uh, 30, 50? Uh, I could tell you right now. Uh, so there's I'm, Peruvian, I'm looking uh, back at Wilder's history. I think he's been had a lot of injuries yeah. all the time, right? Because every year it's like 17, 22, 30. 20. Like he never seems like he's played so, a full season. So there's there's 20, pro- professional 20 career. Uh, between 18 to 19, uh, 19 games in each uh, half. So there's Apertura. So it's the first half, Apertura, uh, and then Clausura. So, so it's about 40 games. It's about, yeah, about yeah. 40 games. So, he, you know, he's averaging around like 25 games a season. So yeah. he needs to – that seems to me that he's played half a season all these times, right? So even with us, like he hasn't been fit all the time. So I think that's the main thing for him is just staying healthy. And he's at 28. This is like his peak years of being – Yeah, so you know, he's, he's right now player. thinking – he's also thinking, you know, maybe – and a lot of players do this. And, again, again, I'm, I'm no one to – to, I'm, I'm not seeing rumors or anything like that or, or saying this, but sometimes there are players that like to say, hey, I, I may leave. So you're like, hey, okay, I'll give you 100000 more, man. You know what I mean? All right, all right. And then he's like, okay, I'll stay. Or he's like, just get his agent to put it out <laughs> right. there to see if anything comes out of Europe right. or the, wherever. The Someone agent, else agent, is like, oh, yeah, agent. we're interested. Like sometimes players They want that. their 5% or their 2% or whatever. Yeah. So, and I'm going to tell Wilder, if he's watching, a message. Do, no, do not go back to Peru. You devalue as a player. Peru in clubs is one of the worst leagues in, in the region. I'm just saying, and I'm, and I'm Peruvian, and, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I cover it. <laughs> so uh, in club level, the Peruvian league is not good. So, yes, they pay probably more than Argentina. They play more than Bolivia. They pay more than Paraguay. They play more than even Colombia. But the level is not good. You're, if you want to be that starter in the national team, MLS is a higher level than the Peruvian League. And you have quality of life. So you have to really pick your battles, right? Like Raul Ruidias, to give you an example, he, he he knows where to go to succeed. And he knows that the MLS is where he feels like he could be a, a, a top goal scorer. If he will go to Portugal, you know, and he's facing tougher competition, he knows that maybe he's not going to score that many goals. But I feel like, uh, like I'm a, and I'm going to say this uh, completely, and a lot of people probably won't like it, but 
the examples are tangible examples of failures coming from MLS back to Peru. First one, Carlos Asquez, who played in Orlando City. Great player, came here. Great player, scored a lot of goals too. He was a part of the team, all of that. He decided to go to Alianza Lima, that Alianza that, that year that he got there. Went to relegation. Relegation playoff and lost. Then Yotun. That's another one. He went to Mexico. No, Orlando City, Mexico, Cruz Azul. And then he uh, he got benched for performance. And then he, he decided he had the option of maybe coming back to the MLS, but obviously playing pay being paid between 300,000 400,000 he he didn't want it went back to peru because that other team offered him something similar a little bit more but something similar but his his worth devalued so actually now you can pick up your tune for nothing but he's not the same player he's a, so he he's lost his his mojo in a way he, he he's not the same player because the competition, it's 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 lower lower level competition. You understand, you understand what I mean? So even his performance in the national team has has gone down, and his performance in his club has gone down. You know, so uh, that's sad. You know what I mean? And so I I will hate to see that uh, with with um, with um, with Wilder, right? And same and and Kembol Guadalupe. You remember Kembol Guadalupe from OCB? He retired. Yes. Already? Yeah, he's retired. He Lewis, was young, yeah. right? Yeah, he was young. Yeah, and it's sad. Injuries. Yeah. It's well, sad. we're talking about Wilder. If you open that yeah. second link I showed you, um, somebody, it was Alonso actually posted some stats from him in the last game, and he, uh, he, he retweeted it with uh, work, work. So clearly, yeah, man is happy. putting that shift in, and he's happy. And it seems, it seems like he's he's liking the recognition he's getting here. So of course, I mean he's not he's not been getting it for a while since since Argentina two seasons ago. So of course he's loving it here. I'm just saying, you know, it's 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 um, it's I, I just I just I just feel like this is one of the best versions I've seen of Wilder. And so I feel like now, uh, and people are noticing in Peru too, you know, it, it, it makes, uh, because him and Galesa play in Orlando, like people actually want to watch Orlando City play. Like they want to see the form of their players. Like, and it's tough because, and I want to say this, and this is another thing, it's tough for, for you to watch Apple TV in South America. <laughs> like you guys, got, I mean, if you guys want global exposure, like the just Facu Torres alone, the whole Peñarol fan base is huge, and then you have Wilder and uh, and and Pedro. They could as another chunk of, of viewers that you can get there. You know what I mean? And uh, but honestly, like uh, I'm 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 very happy for for Wilder and um, and, and his performance. So uh, let's read some comments. Let's see here. Uh, Joshua Tall. These uh, our culture needs to grow to show OC we're ready for the next step. Is Jeffrey O. That's Jeffrey, yeah. Jeffrey O. 
This is a great, is a great show, guys. I enjoyed the dub, and I think Orlando deserves a stadium song. Duncan reminds me of Phil Collins, and I honestly believe In the Air Tonight will be a fantastic stadium song. That would be cool to see everybody singing that. We did talk about that one podcast that yeah. we were je jealous of Minnesota and you know some of these other teams that have <laughs> a whole stadium singing one song. That's pretty cool. I'll say Toxic by Britney Spears. That was your choice. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no, wait, wait, wait. That was like two, two. That was a month ago, so it's changed now. It's okay, changed. What, what is it now? What? What? Don't worry. Don't worry. Be happy. Exactly. Don't stop believing. <laughs> don't stop <No> believing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that was or, our. Or, that or, was or, our halftime song, and then they stopped playing it. I guess right. It got, I guess it got old. I mean, it, no, is that, it, not, it never goes old with Journey. No, Come on. A, no. It was at the wall. We would jam out at halftime. We do a bit in of the Journey, journey halftime. Yeah. This is, uh, Bring our, back the old DJ. Our culture needs to grow to show OC we're ready for the next step. Yeah. I, I feel like, you know, we're, we're getting there, right, John? I think culture-wise, I think Orlando's making good strides. I think uh, we're getting there. I think uh, we're definitely the soccer city of Florida. I mean that's 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 a facto, like straight up. Like I mean, I think we've demonstrated. Uh, the fan base has demonstrated. Like they're very they they're knowledgeable about the sport and and they they want to see the sport thrive. You know, so I think every week I can't remember who yeah. it is who posts it, but every week somebody posts the MLS supporter numbers, the attendance numbers, and we are always in the top five. And for the size of our market, like. I think that's very impressive, really. I think even these games where I'm like, oh, we could do better. Like, we're still doing a lot better than some of these other teams. Red Bulls, they, they literally had to give away a free fireworks show last game. That's why there was people in the stands. It wasn't because they came to see the soccer. They came to see the free fireworks show. So I think as long as people are coming to see the soccer, we're not having to you know, roll out gimmicks like that and we keeping true to what the game is and what soccer should be, I think our culture is great. Yeah, what do you think, Paola? I mean, we have been consistent and I, I've been surprised that this season I've seen more fans in the stands than last season. So... Even and with all these that, home losses. I was going to say that. That was my next point. Like, And we haven't been consistent at home. That's the reality. And I, I think about last season. Fine. Okay. So we lost this game or we tied. Next game is going to be empty. No. People aren't no, showing no. up. Um, the, the game against NYCFC, it was a Wednesday. It was packed. Last season against the Sounders, I remember that I got moved from my seat Oops. to fill up oh, the wow. lower bowl. So <laughs> it speaks volume. So let I just hope for a three points win on Saturday so people can continue showing up. So it's, it's been good so far, and I'm impressed. That's fantastic. You know, um... You know, I, I feel like, you know, we definitely have a – we just got to remain it game by game, keep playing consistently, um, you know, be consistent uh, game by game, uh, make sure that our 
we analyze every single opponent, uh, keep it consistent. That I think they'll be the a great run for for Orlando. Hopefully, a win against Colorado, and uh, that's gonna speak volumes and just gonna make people, you know, you know, because I feel I feel terrible sometimes, and I totally understand the frustration from some of the fan base. Obviously, uh, when you know it's twenty one thousand and then you lose, right? I mean, I mean that that that's. I totally understand that, but I, I also understand, you know, the sport, right? Uh, you know, sometimes, you know, you have really tough competition, you know, and, um, you know, and you, you know, or, or sometimes you just have a terrible game, you know what I mean? Uh, and uh, there's lack of communication and things break down. And But I am confident that Orlando, because I've seen it in the last three or four games, you're building on every win. So we're now we saw that last minute mess up against Atlanta. They're building on that three uh, oh three result um, away. Now let's build on that oh three result. Let's make it four uh, oh maybe against Colorado. Right, build build up. We don't want to see right, and that's the consistency that Oscar and, and everyone else is saying. Right. Um, that's what we need to see. And uh, I see Joshua Tall is asking about what our lineup we think would be against That's Colorado. True. And I was wondering what you, you guys thought. I mean, that there's an argument to say if it ain't broke, you know, yeah, why change I'll, it, I'll right? I'll say the next one. Um, I'll say the same one. I said Coffee last game that he would literally put the same attendance out this game. And we saw that. I think even if Mikey's back from the world cup, he could yeah. use a break. Right. So we don't, we don't need to throw him back in there. Kyle's been fine. He's been doing well. Let me, I mean the um, Atlanta game, he played really well. So I think just, yeah. Why, why change if we don't need to, I think the only thing is Ojeda is, is not, you know, getting a start, which is not an issue if we're winning games really. Like but, I have no, I have no but problem he was a with change it. of pace player. He was a change of base. Yeah. And I think that's something we didn't talk about, but I, you know, I was well, calling we for Mauricio it. to be subbed off at the 60th minute because he was starting to look a little tired. Um, and so exactly what happened last game happened again. So even the subs are looking the same, right? So we're starting to see this consistent, like Mauricio starts, plays 60 minutes at the 10, and then Ojeda comes on, Ojeda and comes Faku in. goes to the Ooh. 10, yeah. and Ojeda goes on the right wing. Love that. Like, let, that's that. totally fine. If Mauricio needs to play every game, and I, I figure, I think I figured out what it is. I think I've nailed it. You can tell me if I'm wrong. You, you know, think? we were, I think, you know, we were talking about the 10 versus the wing for right. Torres last week, and we exactly. were like, we don't know what is the situation. I think the situation is this I think Oscar wants to have Faku on the wing. He doesn't want to, he like, have him have to be the guy that generates the play. He wants to have him be the guy who's at the end of the play, right? So having Mauricio on the field allows Faku to go do that for 60 minutes, and then he'll say, okay, I'm going to take Mauricio off and, and make some changes. But I think it's more important to him that Faku is able to play where he wants to play, and having Mauricio allows him to do that, if that makes sense. It makes sense. No, yeah. I, I totally... Even though I think Faku wants to play the tenth, but I I can see your point too, that hey, you're a designated player. I know you want to have you know pl make plays, but you need some 
goals to be scored too. So I can see I can see your point, John. You have a good point there. I don't know if that's I've just been for the last three weeks trying to figure out what is Oscar's hey. thinking behind this, and that's what I've come to is my conclusion is we should invite yeah. him. That's I was gonna say, I'm like, this is a conversation so is listening, guys. Hey, it is curiosity, right? Like I yeah, I'd love I'd love to sit down with Oscar and yeah. get in his yeah. head for ten have minutes. Have a cup of water, and, you know, it doesn't yeah. have to be and we, you know, and you, every week 30 minutes. those um the press conference, Luis, you pull a little bit more information out of him and you ask some questions that make him sort of reveal a little bit more about his thinking. Yeah. And I think that that was the same with Faku this week too. Like both of them said some things that made me go, ah, uh -huh. this, this is what is happening. I see now. Yeah. So uh, Rich Thorne says, start Maguire instead of Kara. And I think uh, Ojeda needs Astray again. I'm confused. What does Astray mean? Probably a strike or something, like a goal. Astray. Uh, I don't astray. know. Can you, can you elaborate? Is that a type astray. of Rich Thorne? Stray meaning oh the uh, away from the correct path or direction. Hmm. Stray. He's gone astray. Got you. Yeah. Got yeah. it. Got it. Now it makes sense. Okay. Now it makes sense. Yeah. A start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he needs a start uh, again. He Not he's gone astray. Oh, oh, okay. He, okay. he needs to start. Bad. Oh. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's the thing with Ojeda is, uh, can he can he get enough time on the field to be able to you know, do something to get the form back. I mean, you just got to see game by game, right? I mean, there's going to be tougher competition like against New England. I'll probably prove Martin. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I'll have Mauricio come minute 65 or minute 70. Right. But and, and close it off. Last game, the like Miami from Oscar were like exactly what I want to see. Like Cara yeah. coming off that 60th minute, Mauricio coming off the 60th minute. Like if these guys are going to start, you know, and they're not really done much at that point in the game, or they're not the ones in form or not scoring the goals, bring them off for that game. It's, there's no no issue with that. Uh, Emily Dinsmore. Night and day for Faku. Let's hope he stays in this form. I agree, Emily. Yeah, I mean, he's, I think we're going to see more like this performance because you, you, can, you couldn't see on his face of relief, like, Oh my God! I scored twice in this game. Almost a hat trick. Almost. Yeah, almost Faku had a hat trick, and I was like this in the edge of the sofa. I was like, "No way, Faku! You're gonna make this happen!" And that freaking goalkeeper, um, yeah, the Brazilian great, great guy. Keeper. Yeah. Yes. So he put it away, but and I was now, like, I "Oh no! no. I wanted to see a hat trick. What a it, Let's let's think about this." If Faku came back and put three goals on that Red Bulls game, put, put the man as a, of the week of the the, the yeah, player of the week. Come chair on. on the cake, chair on the cake. He's yeah. one of the most uh, um, selling jerseys. Yeah, yeah, Faku. fifteen uh, overall. Yeah, that's awesome. Not, not bad, not bad. No, we haven't had um, one since Nanny. So yeah, definitely. So uh, here's our Instagram, uh, guys. If you guys want to follow us on Instagram, feel free. Um, you know, we have all our content here. We, I do want to say uh, thank you to Orlando City Communications and Orlando Pride Communications for the pictures. The Pride, unfortunately, they, they, they got a, an L against the Houston Dash. Uh, 
but um, I want to give uh, kudos to Kylie Strom. She was honored uh, today, um, first time. She was in the best 11 of the month for the NWSL. Um, it was her first um, of her career and um, the first of such honors for an Orlando Pride player this season. And, I mean, she got 53 duels uh, out of that. 29 were won, 320 touches, one goal, five interceptions, 13 clearances. So she, she's killing it. So And the Pride are, are playing um, are playing great, you know. Uh, and, again, you know, game by game. You know, game by game, I think this game against Houston with Peterson. And, I mean, they have a tough team, too. Uh, you know, unfortunately, it didn't pan out the way they wanted to. You can see the press conference, all of that here on Instagram. Then also OCB, right? OCB uh, unfortunately suffered a three three nil defeat to Toronto. They had to the match was abandoned in the se- in the seventy second minute due to uh, to a, the local curfew. But it wasn't at home. That's important because they are they are right. king. They are kings at home. OCB. Yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't at home. Yeah. So it's just uh, I don't know what kind of curfew they put in, but. I mean that's fine. Can I think uh, I think Toronto too should sign up some of these guys for the first team because uh, the first team's not looking so hot and they're winning three <laughs> 0 Hey, can you believe they spend the most in the MLS, dude? That's, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah, dude. well, all that stuff that happened with Insigne and Bernadeschi and they just yeah. just because you sign two Italians doesn't mean they like each other. <laughs> like that's not <laughs> clearly that's not how it works, right? I feel like that's you know it's yeah. like a lot of clubs like oh you signed another Brazilian to go with your Brazilian, but they might not like each other. I remember. Well, that was that was, that was. I remember when we, we had some sort of we had Carlos Rivas, man. Remember Carlos. Carlos Rivas, man. Can never forget Carlos Rivas, dude. That guy, I called him the the, uh, the field goal merchant because everything he hit went so high. It was like he was going to score a field goal every time. And on the on the one v one, Carlos Rivas, we knew. Yeah, we lost the ball. <laughs> he ain't going to score. <laughs> uh, and then uh, I remember uh, Julio Batista. I always remember him. Man, I can't believe he we brought him we brought him back from Arsenal. Did we have any Stoke City players at some point? We should have gotten. Well, I mean, we've had James O'Connor as a manager. Yeah. Uh, actually, no, we had. Uh, yeah, Lewis Neal, I think played. For yeah, Stoke Lewis Neal playing Stoke. Yeah, he played for Stoke at one point. Um, we should have gotten Peter Crouch. I mean, we got we got Batista. How did you get Peter Crouch, man? Peter Crouch was the man at Stoke. I remember that was his best, but yeah, man, the tallest man alive. Yeah. Man. The other thing I want to say about OCB is yeah. I sent you a link there as well on Twitter, but a couple of the guys uh, got called up for the Venezuelan team. The, oh yeah, yeah. The Venezuelan international team. So my girlfriend yeah, so... is Venezuelan, so I thought I would mention this just for her. <laughs> this is she's a test. Be proud it's a of test to young. see if she's listening yeah, so, this long. So it's. I mean, you're talking about. Um, and I As want to say this, Javier right? Tero, and yeah. um, one of your favorites, Luis. Tablante. Uh, Tablante, the, Tablante. Left, the left back who's been playing very well. And I'm telling oh, you, I mean, he likes our post. There you go. Well done, yeah. Moises. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, these guys, uh, Venezuela's not sleeping uh, on, I mean, they have tough competition. I mean, to me, Venezuela, their, their, their prime competition in South America is Peru, Bolivia, Paraguay. And they know that they're going to go for that sixth or seventh spot 
um, uh, for the playoff. I think Venezuela has a good core of young talent. And another thing that they're doing that, and they're doing it because they, they, they're, I mean, if they see the United States doing it, they see that France has been doing it for decades. They're doing it too. They're signing Venezuelan, um, you know, um, so they're American, but Venezuelan uh, descent, right? So this, yeah, and, and I think that's great. And look how I many in the MLS as well. Exactly. So, so many. They, yeah. So you have, uh, and the cool thing about it is that Orlando City Academy. I mean, these are these are players that are from the academy, you know, and uh, they are an OCB, you know, our 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 reserves type of thing. Uh, they're show being going to be showcased in one of the toughest competitions in, 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 in the world. I mean, Comebol uh, qualifiers are, are tough. You, you go to play in La Paz, Bolivia, in the altitude, it's crazy. Then you go to play in, in Venezuela, or you get to play in, in, the, in the hot in, in Barranquilla. Like, it's, it's, it's crazy. So, um, And those kids are going to be exposed to high-level competition. And uh, hopefully they excel, right? And I think Javier Otero and Moisés Tablante will deserve. So I'm happy for that. You and know, uh, they, we got other call-ups as well. Yeah, we have uh, lots of international uh, call-ups. Yeah, Uruguay, uh, Facundo Torres was called up. Also, Cesar Araujo's brother older, um, was called up too, Maximiliano Araujo. I, I genuinely did not know Cesar had a brother who played. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. And, there you and, go. They, and they play. Uh, Where does he play? Maximilian. They play. They play uh, yeah. Oh. They play similar. They play the same position. Yeah. Can so. we sign his brother? I want both of them. Does he play defensive midfield as well? No yeah. way. I thought that he was a winger. Can we no, just... Yeah, I think he's a winger. Uh, he's a winger. Yeah, he's yeah, a winger. I was imagining winger, two yeah. Arujos at the eight, like the ultimate double pivot of Arujo. No, but he's playing right now. Uh, he's playing in Toluca. I mean, he plays left back and left winger. So he's a win back, pretty much. Oh, uh, we need he's those. like a Santos or a Gaston <laughs> Yeah, Gonzalez. so there you go. I mean, keep it all in the family, right? Uh, right now he plays with Toluca. Yeah, but he's also, been... Uh, yeah. So he the, also the looks about... so scary in that photo. Look at and that. he is. <laughs> he looks terrifying. Yeah, he 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 he's he, he's something you need to be watch out for. Good player. Uh, I I feel Maximilian Araujo is gonna play in Europe. You know, um, I think um, for he's a well sought after win back in Mexico, so he's probably gonna make it to Europe. Now, I'm gonna say this about Uruguay. Uruguay has a new coach called Marcelo Bielsa, former Leeds United coach. Obviously, he didn't do too hot with Leeds United, although he did kind of help the culture there. But in South America, he's called the mastermind. I mean, he, the dude, um, had the he made the best uh, for Chile, for example. He they won um, the best generation of Chilean players came under Bielsa. So Bielsa is high regarded there. He's getting the call up for Uruguay now, and the first thing he did was, hey. I don't want to see any of the old players. I know what they're gonna. I know what they're gonna give me. Call everyone. Diego Alonso is never called out, or never given a chance. I want to see them. But Uruguay were full of old, old. Like it's, they needed to clear house. Like he Bolin, did that. Yeah, yeah. like Casares. Like there was Bellan. a whole, yeah. whole bunch of old guys that could just go. What excites me about Torres playing for Bielsa 
is like it's all out attacking football and that's mm-hmm. really suits stars like he's just gonna say to him like you just run at them run. And, you know be full full aggressive mode of you know bielsa soccer which is essentially just attack 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 so hopefully now, that suits faku now they're playing uh honduras and cuba i'm sorry but uh I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how that, that the second one's going to go. But I mean, you're telling me, I mean, uh, I think those kids are going to be able to shine. I guarantee Facundo is going to have minutes. Uh, I think it's going to be a great opportunity for him to maybe be able to see him play and, and starts calling him up more often. You know, you have uh, Facundo Pelestri playing too, Brian Rodriguez, who's playing America de Mexico. Diego Rossi, former LAFC player. So a lot of the MLS uh, players are there, obviously. Brian uh, Rodriguez is there, Brian too. Rod- yeah, Brian Rodriguez, uh, Sebastián Cáceres, Matias Viña. He plays in Mexico. So it's talking about uh, four players for, I think, um, uh, Club America are being uh, called up for, for this uh, Uruguay national team. So uh, great chance for Facundo Torres to make some noise. And then, obviously, uh, Pedro Pedro Alese as captain. Uh, Peru is going to face uh, tough, tough, tough competition. Uh, Japan and South Korea. I think uh, top top two, some of the top two uh, teams in in Asia, right? And they're going to be playing against um, Japan and uh, South Korea. Uh, both are. Uh, I think uh, Cartagena is expected to start in one of the games, and uh, Pedro is going to play both. Because he's right now uh, possibly gonna give his armband to Paolo Guerrero, which is coming back to the national team, uh, former uh, Flamengo player, uh, his, the historic striker of uh, Peruvian, uh, the Peruvian national team, and um, right now they're coming hot. I mean, both Galese and Cartagena are coming in top shape, and so. Let's see. Let's see what pans out. Uh, right now, Juan Reynoso plays more of a defensive style, very similar to kind of Oscar. Uh, sometimes, he he likes to um, go for the counter. So I don't know how they're gonna do it with uh, Japan. With Japan, you know, they beat Spain and then they beat Germany in the World Cup. So I mean, it's gonna do be we, a tough competition. Do we think? Pedro is going to pull another crazy traveling situation and get himself back for the Seattle Sounders game on June 24th. He's been known to love to, to, to literally get on the plane as soon as he gets out for one game and get like back to Orlando and play the next day for us. So he plays on the 21st. I feel like that's even if it's from Japan or from South Korea, like, there is a chance we could see him in that Seattle game. I mean, it's on that side of the country. I mean, the world. Like, he would actually come True. the other way around, probably, and meet them in Seattle. There's a high chance of that happening, I think. So he's going to miss uh, uh, He's gonna miss the New England game, right? Uh, hold on. Let me double check. Uh, yeah, he's going to miss the, the New England right this Saturday. And Philly. And Philly is yeah, the 21st. So, so he's so, definitely missing yes. those. Yeah, but so he's I, missing those. I feel like he's going to make back. it to... Yeah, he's gonna make it to Seattle. Yeah, he'll make it to Seattle. Uh, and probably I, I, he's gonna be like Wilder, Papa. Let's hop on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, he's like Wilder, Wilder too. Let's go, bud. We're back to the uh, club. Yeah, Wilder, Wilder too. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're. I mean, and I mean, both of them. 
no one no one should question their work ethic ever, especially Pedro's. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, I mean, I have a feeling that Peru is going to have some problems against Japan and Korea. I mean, it's just um, some of the lists that the coach has called up are the same players that Gareca used to call up all the time. Like, And these are players in the uh, average age for the Peruvian national team is around 30 to 31 years old. So... And you're going to be playing against like one of the top center backs in, in, in Serie A, which is Kim from Napoli. I mean, the dude's a, a beast. You're going to be playing against uh, Nagatomo and uh, all these other players from um, from Japan as well. So, I mean, hopefully it's a good game, you know. Uh, but I kind of was looking forward to for Coach Reynoso to call maybe new players, right? Uh, players that we've not, not seen yet. You know, and and maybe try try new things, but I guess he's he's just calling the same people. So, um, but hopefully, wishing the best to Pedro because you know he's definitely going to 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 do great, I, I believe, with a national team. And again, we have this guy right here too. You know, if you're interested in uh, seeing him again, you know, he wasn't the commentary for the FA Cup. Um, he was uh, Manchester United, Manchester City. Yeah, I did not know that. I yeah, he know. yeah he was uh, a guest he's, commentary. Uh, you know, he showed up for like ten. Yeah, I could see him being a very good commentary one day. To be honest, he he yeah. he does well in interviews. You know. Yeah. So Nani Nani's coming back for the the beautiful game exhibition match, uh, set to be played uh, at Explorer Stadium on June the twenty third. So, and you know, he said it's an honor to be in Orlando and all of that. Now, let me turn on the smoke, the smoke machine. Would you take him back? <laughs> no. No. Does he, does he want to be an assistant coach? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. I'll I mean, as it. an attacking coach, I think he could, you know. Yeah. I would very, take him. Like, invaluable as an attacking coach. I would take him to to teach some of these guys, you know, the way of Nani. And then Alexandre Pato, just to close out too, uh, Alexandre Pato is going to be playing in Sao, uh, Sao Paulo. So he finally signed uh, a year contract with Sao Paulo, uh, similar to the one he had in Orlando City. It's based in if he's going to get injured or not and uh, his performance and all of that. But he's back in Sao Paulo, a place that he, he loves, and he's excited, and he did the, the video just like he did with Orlando, like the same thing. So he's just very happy to be there. So um, he's he's good. He's physically fit. So let's see what happens with him. Brendan Philbrick, after doing some research, Orlando's home and away all-time record is home 62-39-44 and away 34-49-65. Wow. Impressive. Not bad. Not bad. I think our, our away form this year must be adding to that yeah. 34 pretty heavily, <laughs> yeah, I imagine. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, we need to we need to do better. Um this is uh Reynoso Isa Ratonero. This is the Dark Kaiser Leo. Ratonero means uh he's he likes to park the bus. So, yeah, that's right. Uh, night and day, Faku, let's hope he stays informed. That's right. 
Well, uh, I want to tell everyone thank you so much for your for your support. Uh, it's been uh, a great pot today. Uh, we'll be back uh, definitely next week with more Loud and Proud Orlando. If you just got here, uh, rewind it and watch it. Uh, we've, 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 we've analyzed uh, the, the Red Bull game and also talked about Colorado. Do you have any last, last words uh, there, John, to close? Yeah, I want to shout out to Sasha Kleshin because uh, <laughs> I tweeted at him because there was a few games ago, the Miami game, that he was – you know, he was saying some some bad things about Orlando and that you Oopa. know Joseph Martinez was the father of us and all of this, which what I think it, yeah, you didn't know that? No. Yeah, that's what? why, that's I, why I came I mean, at him. He was said yeah, it on I the mean, commentary on the Am- Apple on MLS the Apple? coverage before uh, the, the Miami game. Thing. Yeah, three sixty. He was talking about how Joseph is gonna be the father of Orlando today. <laughs> So everybody went at him after we beat Miami, of like, course. yo, bro. And so I tweeted him after this game and saying, you know, four wins in a row over your, because this is our fourth win over the Red yeah, Bulls right, consecutively. Right. So I That's said right. four wins in a row over the, the Red Bulls. What does that make Orlando City the father of your old club? Question mark. I'm not sure how this whole thing works. And he actually replied, which I did not expect at all. But he said, uh, five games on beating Orlando. Well done. What can I say? Torres with two goals. You got to be happy with that. So, yeah, um, Sasha, don't disrespect your old club. That's not cool. We're, uh, we, not cool. We, you know, like we're, I know that you are new to the, you know, game of, do you feel some type of way being a commentator? But you, you can't you can't be talking about your old club like that because you're gonna. And I think you've learned your lesson that our fan base will not will not tolerate you you being so mean to us. So, um, truce. Mean, we're gonna call truce on Sasha. I think that's fair. He's uh he seems to be apologetic about his uh his past. Yeah, comments. I think. I like if I would have been a player and I play for Orlando City and then I move to another team, I would respect Orlando City regardless because I play for that club, you know. I, he was our vice captain, I know, yeah. I know. Because, I, th- I mean, we should have tweeted to him, you mean your father because you were here when, when Joseph Martinez was playing. <laughs> well, that's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. He was talking about when Joseph made he was playing that game. You were you were on the field. <laughs> exactly. So that basically is your father, not Orlando City's father then. Anyway. Well, yeah, I just feel, tweeted that. I just, wow, that's crazy. I, I did not know that. Um, well, you know. Let me go create a burner account. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, 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 no. I like. No. I don't. You know. I don't want to attack anybody online. No, that's not, no, no, that's no, not no. what I'm about. I'm no, not about no. that. I just think no, like that it, that one rubbed me the wrong way, and I think a lot of people. He maybe he, he maybe just he was just maybe just trying to you know poke the bear. You know. Don't poke. I, the I think sometimes these guys yeah. want to say stuff to to get a <laughs> get a comment, get a reaction. Right, 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 right. That one backfired a little bit on you, Sasha. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, um, I want to. This is Francis rolling on the floor laughing. You know, at first I didn't know. I thought it was Rolf, Rolf, Ruffle, uh, then I, Ruffle, right? And then I realized it's rolling on the floor laughing. <laughs> This is uh, they, they Kaiser Leo. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. 
All right, guys. So uh, we are we come back next week with more Ladder Proud Orlando. We have a game against Colorado. We'll be there. I'll be there. Hopefully, uh, another three points. Uh, if you guys see me around, uh, say hello, and uh, we're gonna see you in Vamos Orlando. Take care, guys. Have a good Vamos one. Vamos Orlando. Vamos Orlando. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hi, this is Luis Carlos Pineda from Loud and Proud Orlando. I want to thank you for listening to us through Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Help us grow our Purple community by following us on all our social media outlets. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're also available on YouTube as Loud and Proud Orlando. We're available on Instagram as Pineda underscore O-R-L. We're available on Facebook as Loud and Proud Orlando. And on Twitter, as LPO underscore podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And vamos Orlando.